I have a confession to make. Are you sitting down? I think that's the universal posture to receive a confession. If you're standing up, that's okay. Uh, okay, let's do this. I'm Craig, and sometimes I write, direct, produce, and star in my own movies in my imagination of me exacting vengeance on the person who I believe has wronged me. There, I said it. You know, that just that lust for vindication and wanting to serve justice, but to serve it hot and fresh the way I want to serve it up, you know? Oh, Lord help me. But here's the deal with all those imaginings. If there was a movie trailer to reveal the reality of what's truly going on in my life in that moment, it would sound like this. One man was wronged. That same man will make it right. Witness as bitterness and resentment totally thwarts one man's perception of reality. And in his pursuit of vengeance, he ends up poisoning the only one he's been fearfully trying to protect. Himself. Craig West stars in Bitter. The only way out. Forgiveness. For mature audiences only. Viewer discretion advised. That's reality. <laughs> That's what's really going on. Oh, help me. Or it's a sitcom. Tonight on Bitter is Better. Hilarity ensues as Craig thinks he's actually benefiting from holding on to bitterness. But won't he be surprised when he discovers that the only one he's hurting is himself? Don't miss all the delusional fun tonight on Bitter is Better with special cameo appearance by Kirk Cameron. You see? That's what's really going on. Oh man, so much emotional turmoil and pain. I just increase. I become my own worst tormentor when I'm embracing bitterness. Have you ever done that? Let's unpack that just a little bit today on Illuminated Soul. Hebrews 12, 14, 15 reads, Pursue peace with everyone as well as holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God, and that no root of bitterness springs up to cause trouble and defile many. Hmm. That root of bitterness can be described also as a root of resentment, hatred, bitter discontent. There's even this idea of acridity that comes with this root of bitterness. That means an irritatingly strong and unpleasant taste or smell. You know, it's that, it's that Tupperware dish of leftovers. You've, you discover way in the back of the fridge that's been there for months and you open it up, and oh my goodness, it's just this otherworldly sight from another dimension, right? New fragrances, new appearances, things you've never seen before. That's the fruit of bitterness. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, man. Oh, the meaning of bitterness. There's this, um, this uh, Scottish theologian from the 1800s, Edie. I think, I, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Edie. Scottish theologian. Uh, describes bitterness in just a profound way. He writes, Bitterness is a figurative term denoting that fretted and irritable state of mind that keeps a person in perpetual constant animosity, that inclines that person to harsh and uncharitable opinions of people and things, that makes them sour, crabbed, and repulsive in general demeanor, that brings a scowl over their face and infuses venom into the words of their tongue. Oh my goodness. Now I look at that and I'm like, I don't ever want to be bitter again. You know, if that thing, not, that, that 
he described knocked on your door and said, hey, can I move in? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Keep on going. Oh, my goodness. Bitterness has been medically linked. This is how wild bitterness is. It's been medically linked to glandular problems, high blood pressure, cardiac disorders, and ulcers. Bitterness is such a serious factor regarding our mental and emotional health that German professor and psychiatrist Michael Linden actually proposed that bitterness should be named as a psychological disorder. A June 2013 article from the Biblical Counseling Institute states, Frequently poisonous emotions and chronic bitterness can be founded upon one's perception of injustice. So you and I can relate to that. I was wronged. <clears throat> and that will happen, right? We, Jesus was real enough to say, uh, in this world you will have trouble, but be, a good, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I mean, we know we will have this perception of injustice and some real un, un, injustices will be done to us and we'll dole, dole them out to other people, right? Unfortunately. But that's just part of the human condition, our, the broken state this world and we can sometimes find ourselves in. The article goes on, offense can be taken over words, expressions, the assumed intent of others. As these feelings take root, they create a reality for an individual that may not be fully accurate. The result often is a protracted state of discontentment and wrath that offers no effort toward reconciliation. Over time, bitterness will undermine one's mental and moral well-being. Wow. And that's why one of our goals on Illuminated Soul is simply an increase in awareness, self-awareness and the awareness of the presence of the Holy Spirit in us. We want to respond to life's moments with the very spirit and soul of Jesus Christ, his mind, his will, his emotions. And it's interesting here regarding bitterness. What does Paul say? See to it. See to it that no root of bitterness spring up to cause trouble and defile many. Defile you. This bitterness can defile me. See to it. And so part of seeing to it, of course, is talking about it. We're, we're becoming aware of it. We can also look for signs that indicate, oh, we might be bitter. You know, last week I was talking with a friend about a person in my life and as I was talking to my friend about this person, I realized, oh, wow, <laughs> I have some resentment, some resentment going on. I'm bitter. I thought I took care of this, but I'm glad I was able to catch it and bring it to God. And I extended forgiveness and did some work on myself and wanted to say, okay, God, what is this indicating about me? Remember, that's another thing we always talk about. Whatever you and I experience in life, whatever emotional sensation, whatever is going on first indicates what, what in us needs healing and addressing first. So that was the main issue. Why am I bitter? Forget about this person now. What does it indicate about me? Holy Spirit, search me, help me. So some signs uh, that might uh, indicate that you and I are choosing bitterness. Well, uh, how about entitlement? We believe we deserve better, whether in relationship, employment, finances, life. Uh, we play the victim. The whole world 
or that particular person is against us. We, we can't rejoice with those who rejoice. We get angry over someone else's success, celebration, achievement. We are skilled at criticizing. Lots of complaining come, coming out of us if we've embraced bitterness. What else? Uh, we keep a, a list of wrongs done to us. We hold grudges easily. I do have a, a, an episode on the Illuminated Soul podcast about grudges, actually, if you want to listen to that, too. Uh, we find ourselves being angry a lot, and we're constantly playing revenge scenarios in our imaginations, which I, I uh, alluded to in the beginning of this podcast. Those are just a few signs. So what to do? What to do? Well, we go back to Paul. What, what did Paul tell us in Hebrews? See to it that a root of bitterness doesn't spring up. And you know... I love that, and I'm just going to be honest, and I hate it. I'll just say it. I just, come on, Paul. That's just, you mean we have to be mature? <laughs> Isn't there a pill, a diet, just something, you know, can't I just take something at night and wake up and all the bitterness will be gone and I'll never have to deal with it again? It's like, no. He's basically saying we're going to be mature, we're going to own it, own our stuff, and we're going to see to it that a root of bitterness does not spring up, causing trouble and defiling many. And in relation to this, he mentions in Ephesians 4, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, slander be put away from you, along with all malice. So there he is again, combining it. He's saying, see to it and make sure you put it away, this bitterness. Just get rid of it. And that see to it also can mean be aware, be alert. We're talking about awareness. Paul is highlighting also the one power we have, the power to choose. With bitterness, we get to put it away from us. We get to see to it that it doesn't take root. And why? Why this? Why, why is the exhortation to see to it, to, as I mentioned before, be, beware, and be aware? Why? Because I think... Bitterness can happen all too easily, and it always feels good to our flesh to be bitter. Let's just admit it. Of course, sin is pleasurable for a season. Bitterness feels good. Because when we embrace bitterness, we are saying, whether we realize it or not, I'll put it this way, I'll just include me. When I embrace bitterness, what I'm saying is, I'm God. How dare you offend me? How dare I be wronged, crossed, questioned, ignored, misunderstood? How dare? Do you, do you, who do you think you are? And do you know who I am? <laughs> that kind of a thing. We're going back all the way to the, the, to the garden, the four unchanging promises of Satan that he offered humanity. Eat this fruit, and one of them, he said, you'll be like God. And that's what that, that's coming up in me when I, when I embrace bitterness, and I have the right to hold this against you. Resentment. How dare you? Really? And you, th and you think that's going to help? You, <laughs> Craig? You think that's going to help? Nope. What did Paul say? It, that root of bitterness causes trouble and, uh, and can defile many. Mm, I don't want that. I don't want that. And Paul continues at Ephesians 4, 31, 32. He, he highlights... Uh, what we can do in exchange 
So we see to it that we, we, we don't allow this root of bitterness to come up. We put it away. And then he says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. See, I think that's how we put it away. We, that's how we see to it that it doesn't root up. We, we see to it that we are kind, that we are tenderhearted, that we forgive one another. And, and again, I'm like, really? Just, oh, isn't there, is there like some like just a high fiber diet I can eat that will just make me do all that stuff? <laughs> nope. We get to choose, which means uh, self-awareness, right? Self-awareness, love, compassion, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Wow. And I'm having fun with that, but, but seriously, I love that. Because that tells me there is a remedy to this bitterness. You and I get to choose that remedy. Kindness, tenderheartedness, forgiveness. We get to choose all that stuff. Because life is too short. Let's just get blunt here and to the point at the end, life is too short. To be spent in nursing animosity or registering wrongs, as someone once said. So we get to see to it that that doesn't happen. Harry Fosdick said, in simplicity, bitterness imprisons life. Love releases it. And if you really do battle a lot of bitterness, maybe as you're listening, as we wrap up this uh, podcast, and you're, you're, you're coming to a moment of awareness like, wow, I am really kind of feel trapped in this bitterness. I've got a lot of work to do. First of all, I can relate. That's why I went to see counselors and my pastors and my friends. And I had to be real with what I was feeling and authentic. And I said, yeah, I'm ticked off. I'm bitter. I'm resentful. And here's my inner reality. Here's what I perceive. And I have a hunch this bitterness isn't serving me well and I need help to unpack it. So do that. Sometimes you can do it on your own with God. But I know during my 10 years of clinical depression, I had to get with a lot of people because I was so overwhelmed with anger. Uh, bitterness, resentment, that I, I needed someone to process it with and to let it out. And that's good. You know, faithful are the wounds of a friend. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks for letting me hang out with you again. Uh, and thanks for spreading the word about Illuminated Soul Podcast. You know, there's a lot going on in our, our world. Uh, and we're after helping people inch ever so closer in their journey towards emotional health and well-being, embracing ever more the life that Jesus offers by his spirit. And not just that, but also dunamis, excellence of soul, excellence of mind, will, and emotions that we can find in Christ Jesus. Grab the app, access more app, and uh, we'll do it again soon. 